Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We are not a ref friendly podcast. This is the Hoops Have Advisors podcast, and I'm your host. Ruben, a, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. Uh, today, um, I know Don is out uh, doing something. Squish is also out doing something. Uh, so today, I have my f- good friend Bryce Patrick. How you doing, Bryce? Oh, I'm doing much better now that the Mavs won that game. I was I was really worried. That was turning into a hot mess real quick. It went from, oh, this is pretty good, to hot mess, to, all right, this is fine. Yeah. You know, and, and again, guys, we're, so usually we record in the mornings on Sunday. Um, my wife was out of town, so I was just me and the baby. So, you know, needed needed to change that recording time. Otherwise, you'd hear my son whine on the cam on on the mic all the time. So, um, recording after the game today. Um, good game. We'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, I'm also babysitting, and I'm hoping that my baby is quiet. My parents are in Corpus helping my brother um, paint his his new house, and I have Lily here, and she's just sitting, uh, being very quiet on the couch. So, um, hopefully, I did see that on Instagram actually. Yeah, she's being a good that. dog. I saw I saw Lily on Instagram, and I saw uh, Bobby Carolla uh, sending me uh, Mavs man propaganda. Oh gosh, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, I tweeted about that, and hopefully everybody <laughs> bugs Bobby on Twitter on uh, Facebook on uh, Instagram now. Um, <laughs> so looking at this week's games, uh, normally we don't include the Sunday game because again we record late. But I guess technically it was a it's a four game slate. Um, the games I thought we were gonna lose, uh, we didn't. And the games that we were going to win, we didn't. <laughs> um, really <laughs> weird uh, week. Um, so first, you know, losing against uh, Orlando, 110 to 108. Um, terrible. Uh, just terrible. Um, just looking at the stats, you know, like, Max, had a terrible game. Um, you know, Reggie Bullock had a terrible game. Um, I don't know if you hear my son, but he's crying at these because he knows I'm talking about this game. Uh, he was crying during it too. Whenever, uh, whenever we're whenever uh, we're watching this live, a during terrible game. Uh, though he had he hit three for six from 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 the three, which is nice. Um, just overall annoying. Um, forever, I think it's one of those games. I know it's, it's very it's very uh, it's very um, stereotypical, but like just being like, oh, the magic just wanted it more. You know, it's like it's just one of those games. I felt like this was it was just like it was terrible. Um, cause that team is not good, <laughs> you know? No, no, um, they're not good. They are well coached though. Like just seeing, seeing Jamal Mosley on the other side of the line. And like, I still have my qualms with Jason Kidd. Obviously he's done, he's done a good job. I did not think he would learn this much of how to coach a good defense in one year or however long. Was it two years under Frank Vogel? I think it was two, I think. Okay. Well, a short time under Frank Vogel. Uh, he whatever he learned. I mean, obviously, I don't think they're like a top three defense like they've been playing for the last like month and a half. Well, obviously not in this game against Orlando or in the other game that they lost against the Thunder. But like, I think the defense is legit. They're legit top ten 
defensive team in the NBA, and that's great. But I still, I still want Mosley. Like I, I still think not even considering him was a mistake. But you know, it's one that unfortunately we had to move on against. But this is a really good game from Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris put up uh, 14 points in this one. He also had four steals and two blocks. Like this guy was really active. He was a plus five in this game. Um, if you want to put any, you know, any oomph into that, but. 6-10 from the floor, like, pretty solid game. Josh Green, also another solid game, 4-6 from the field. Perfect 2 from 2 from behind the line, 11 points. Really did exactly what he does. 3 assists, um, I feel like he, he played he play made, play made very well in this game and was the only energy the Mavs were really getting off the bench. I mean, they only had three guys actually play big minutes off the bench in Bullock, uh, Chris, and Green. Burke and Nilakina played under five minutes each, so this is a pretty short rotation kind of a game. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, game was weird. Um, I will say that's easier to replace coaches than it is to replace uh, all-star level talent. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, moving True. on, uh, OKC versus you know OKC, we lose another terrible team. Uh, you know, one twenty, one fourteen. That went to overtime, which was very annoying. Um, just for myself, like I think the game started. Uh, yeah, game started around like seven thirty. You know, eight, eight thirty, whatever. And it was just annoying to see games like that go to overtime, especially again a terrible team missing their best player in Shaq Gilders Alexander, and then like obviously Luke Dort's great. You know, um, not really a, uh, not usually a. Uh, what do you call it? An, an offensive threat the way he was in this game. Um, he's an offensive threat. He's not an offensive like point man. He's not the entirety of your offense. This is, he was their leading scorer. He and Terrence Mann just shot like crazy in this yeah. game. I mean, both of them hit six threes. Dort was six of 10. Mann was six of eight. Um, Dort was perfect six from six from the line. Mann was seven of eight. Like these guys were just ridiculous in this game, shooting the absolute lights out. Josh Giddy had a great game, um, a double-double in this one. Was three rebounds away from a triple-double. Fairly efficient, didn't make any of his three attempts from three, but, like, they just shot really well. I mean, they shot 84% from the line on 25 attempts. They hit 17 to 37 threes at 46%, and the Mavs just could not keep up with that. I mean, the Mavs have been shooting much better of from the free throw stripe, I feel like, lately. They were 8 of 10 in this game, but they were just 14 of 43 on three-point attempts, and that really was honestly the difference in this game. The Mavs just were not able to hit their threes. I mean, Maxi was 2 of 6. I mean, Dorian was 1 of 5. Luke had a pretty solid game of 5 from 13, and same with Reggie Bullock, who's been shooting much better as of late. The start of the season off really horribly from behind the line, but... uh yeah, those the and uh, over on three pointers from Jalen Brunson in this one. This is just not a not a great game, but it kind of felt like an outlier. Like it wasn't like a oh my gosh, this team sucks. Just launch everybody into the sun. But a really good defensive game for Max. I mean, he didn't shoot it well from three to a six, but he had three steals and four blocks. The guy was everywhere on defense, trying to do his best to cover Lou Dort. But uh, yeah, there was no stopping that man that night. Um, and speaking of not being able to stop our man, uh, Isaac Alpha is on here. How you doing, dude? Good. Sorry, I couldn't be on when it started. I was eating dinner. It's fine. Don't worry. It's, uh, again, we don't normally record at this late at night. Uh, it's really weird. I don't have a beer on me, which is kind of weird because usually record late, I do. But, um, yeah, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of 
was getting there for me. You 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 would be surprised. Um, yeah, I would again, not be surprised. You're washed. I yeah, I'm yeah, I really am at this point. That's all right. It's the um, kid's fault. I'm not blaming you. Yeah, it's definitely my child's fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so, I mean that was the OKC game. It is what it is. Um, so now we're gonna throw those two games in the trash and look forward to. The game I thought we were going to fucking lose <laughs> this week for sure. Um, Dallas Mavericks, 107, Philadelphia 76ers, 98. Um, the fucking game on at the right time. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, yeah, we just, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, kind of suspicious that you were just like listening in and you're like, all right, now we're going to talk about the game that didn't suck. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> just looking at it, man, like, I got to give props to Garland Zone, Tyrese Maxey. Played a great game, 7 12 from the field. Uh, six assists, you know, had five pat fouls, but that, I think I think he was kind of uh, might have been trying to help out the home team a little bit with that. But um, <laughs> I love that kid so much, dude. He's like literally like the house he lived grew up in is like five five minutes away from my parents' house. So it's really cool. Um, That's freaking sick, dude. Uh, Callie Kaplan actually wrote a a little profile for him that came out on uh, on Friday morning. I read that. that yeah, was, that was yeah. really solid. That was cool. I loved it. Um. You know, uh, Seth Curry, you know, being Seth Curry, missing him. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, Tobias Harris looks like a, a world beater for a little bit. Um, you know, six of eight. I mean, he was re he was reunited with Bobby. So, like, yeah, it gives yeah. him his superpowers. Yeah. It's like the the Wonder Twins. And obviously, like, so obviously we got to talk about the big 45 minute elephant in the room, um, which is the, yeah. break, the break that happens. Um, what were you guys doing <laughs> during that break? <laughs> nothing I little was i was sitting there like, staring in awe i was like this had to happen on national tv really on a game that started at nine o'clock like our time right which is not nine fifteen our time which is like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> um i literally was like sitting there and i was like what can i talk about on the timeline <laughs> it's like uh so i got to the point where i was you know going back and forth with bobby Corolla on knock knock jokes um Asking people to show me their shoes. I know Isaac, you you contributed to that, which is awesome. Um, I am not rich. I just I know how to find really good deals on shoes. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I'm, not rich. I'm just a savvy businessman. Yeah, but uh, no, but you know that game. I mean, like that 45 minute break. I like God bless Luca for being like, being honest and be like, hey, like the 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 rim is off, and I was like, okay, cool, like that's great. The the um, thing that made me laugh the hardest is that like. He said that after a shot that I believe he made. Yes. He made it. Yeah, he made a three. The only three he made that night, actually. He's one for six. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, great. And then obviously... Maybe like, you shouldn't fix the rim, Luca. It's like, obviously, 45-minute break, or 45-minute, uh, yeah, that, and then extra five minutes. So, basically, a 15-minute break in between, like... I think we were still in the we were still in the first. Yeah, no, so it was still know, the first quarter. It was, like, it was like three, it was four like minutes hour. into the game. Yeah, it was, it was so crazy. Quick. So like doing that was great. Uh, um, came back. So that first half was just like Look, nothing else mattered in this game but the Luca dunks, double yeah. dunkage. Like this man is is in in his prime. He was never fat. Um, I will I will fight the haters who ever said that Luca was fat. Luca is the perfect size, and I will not have people body shame my perfectly sized adult son i will not say if he's large yes. or small or medium size he's perfectly sized whatever size he is luca um don't let the haters shame you and he just absolutely annihilated people like, i i don't know i gotta ask y'all because I, I i saw this question posed on twitter which one was which has been luca's best career dunk was it 
the one that he did right in um in who was uh, Drummond's face, or was it the one that should have given the Mavs the win in that late night game in Denver on the road in the closing seconds? Because I I actually lean towards that one just because of the the timing, and he basically did it on two people while being sandwiched, and it probably should have won the Mavs the game. But this one was right, also it's, really dang good. It's the Denver one. I mean, he literally he dunked over two people. Like that that alone <laughs> makes it. Forget every other situation. He jumped over two people and dunked. Like that's better. But the one over Drummond was so funny because I don't know if you watched the overhead angle, but Drummond did like a spin move off of Marquis screen. So he looked all cool just to get on a poster by Luca. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah, that is true. Um, I would definitely give it to the Denver Denver one, even though we it makes me mad that we lost that game. <laughs> but oh, gosh. Um, I was, was so like, mad at losing that. I'm like, Luca just did that and y'all lose this? Like you lose. can't you can't do that. I mean, really, that that's I like agree. Luca's career that's like Luca's career here in a nutshell. <laughs> For like thirty percent of the time, <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that dunk was fu- those dunks were fucking awesome. Uh, this one got felt more vicious. Like he did, it was more impressive the other one, but this one felt more like kablam. The other this one was also, like, like also okay. it seemed like these these ones were like uh, momentum shifters. You know, where I was like, okay, cool, like you know, whereas like obviously the ending of the Nuggets game was you know we lose, but like for this one it was like oh shit, like I think we were down by like four. You know, for the Drummond one, and it was like you brought some with the two, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Like we might be able to do this <laughs> um, again. That crazy game. It was uh, at home, so yeah, you get the reaction yeah, of the fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I will say though, I I do give it up to the coaching staff because you know switching to a zone in the second half was fucking genius. Um, I'm like just like that it, I like not that it wasn't a smart move, and it, it, like obviously it worked. But I was surprised that anything stopped Joel Embiid that night. I mean, the yeah. moves that he was doing, it's not just how much he yes. was scoring. I mean, he had 14 free throw attempts, all super well-deserved. He had four assists, two steals, three blocks, put up 27 points, was two of five from three. And I believe one of those was like a step back. And I'm like, this man is hitting step back threes now? Like, what are you supposed to do? It's- like, if Joel Embiid's <laughs> hitting step back threes, yeah. like, literally just call the game. Just it's like it's over. It's over. It, this made is unreal. It's just incredible that like that like holding him to twenty seven points is like a, a feat. Like I'm like you know it, it like is good, right. You know it's like yeah it's like holy shit. Like everyone else is like oh fuck it's twenty seven points. <laughs> you know, but for I mean, Drummond, they, I mean, but for Embiid, it's like yeah, bro, he like, was, did it. <laughs> if there is one like oh my god, he kind of sucked at this. I mean, he still only had one turnover, which is was kind of insane. But yeah. he was seven to seventeen from the field. Like, you take out the yeah. two of five from from three, and he's what five of twelve from two. Like, it's not a super efficient night for a guy who's pretty efficient. And he is like on one. This is like the best basketball of his career. Man, if only he had some other like second All Star level talent with him. I mean, right? that's never been a thing. But like, I don't know. Somebody I mean, Ty- Tyrese is right there, man. I mean, somebody <laughs> who can like. Someone who can like you know push the ball up really fast in in transition and like defend the the quicker perimeter guys and oh, yeah. you know yeah I don't I don't know I don't know if anybody like that even exists but uh, uh you know <laughs> but uh yeah somebody who's afraid uh, to dunk <laughs> <laughs> great game great game I just can't believe like that's it's funny because like 
my wife went to sleep, you know, um, like after this, after the first, cause like the game was like, usually you should try to stay up, stuff like that. But the game seemed to be out of hand at the half. Obviously we, you know, the first quarter took an hour and a half basically. And so she went to bed and the next morning, like she was like, Hey, how's the game? And I was like, we won. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> and so literally I went to Panda Hank's, uh, YouTube account. And like knew the knew the highlights were up there already. And so I was like, watch right. this. You know? And I was like, I was like, Luca dunked twice. And she was like, no way. And I was like, you watch the highlights. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I know. Like it was great. Um, so yeah, Pan Hank is always my go-to. Um, especially if I just want to relive like just a high, you know, of the game. So um, just not like the ultimate Luca FU game, like the one up you game. I mean, 33 points, 13 rebounds, 15 assists, and only one, only three turnovers. Like, yeah, 15 was, assists to yeah. three turnovers is, is insane. Stupid. That's a fucking like, stupid-ass ratio. Even though he wasn't hitting it from three, obviously, one of six. Like, yeah. the guy was driving it to the paint. He was getting efficient buckets. He was getting a lot of buckets, drawing a lot of attention, getting things for his teammates. And... uh you know they were cashing in uh, at a, a pretty decent rate. I mean, the the three pointers were yeah. not falling for this team. The fact that the the Mavs won by nine points and they shot under thirty percent from three as a team is just kind of absurd to me. And very fun fact about the entire starting lineup: the entire starting lineup uh, scored in double digits, which is super cool. Yep. Love I that. love seeing shit like that. Dwight Powell going six for six from the field, amazing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just no Dwight, great is game. Dwight Powell the Joel Embiid killer? My column, like I mean, hey, you know, like could be. Um, so now, so now we go to tonight's game. Um, again, I think a lot of us like something really... about this game, oh, real okay. fast. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, there is a Hawks space right now on Twitter that is getting overrun by Mavs fans. Oh no! Why are we insane. doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> oh, I don't see anybody on it. On my oh yeah, never mind. I do. Holy fuck! A thousand people on this. Yeah, thing? yeah. I think wow. most of them are Mavs fans, or all, or at least half. Like there, 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 there was a Hawks fan in the beginning. Was like, why are there so many people here to watch our downfall? It's like, oh no. Nine. Oh my god, bro. There's like fucking a thousand people on this thing. <laughs> Let me tell y'all why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So anyway, uh, you know, going about this game um, that just happened. Again, we're recording after the game. Um, there are a lot of people in this thing. So I, I keep looking at it. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Um, great game, um, despite the fact that the refs were absolutely in on it somehow, some way. Um, you know, if we lost that game, our Cubans fine would have been fucking astrom- astronomical. <laughs> um, yeah. For after game comments. Um, again, that was one of those games where like, starting off slow, I actually, I actually had in our discord channel um had a few had a few people being like hey like people come in late and they're like hey how's the game so far blah blah and it was like get kind of you know, started kind of slow like both teams offense is not really running very well um the mavs mostly because our offense is not great anyway and the and the hawks because they're actually playing a team that has defense <laughs> so um right. you know, doing that and all of a sudden like lucas starts getting these fouls and it's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> The dude had how many fouls in the first half? Four, I think. Yeah, um, four. Which was like what you know, four, and then like pick up his fifth. I think like within like two minutes in the second half, you know, or the yeah, third really quarter. Played twenty eight minutes this game. Yeah, you know, and so right. had a triple double. <laughs> so, so who's 
who's laughing now? But um, Me. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like Luca, like had, Luca did what he had to, what he could do with the limits he had. Uh, Jalen took over when he needed to. Um, Reggie Bullock at the fucking like the last like five minutes of the game, like just <laughs> unlocked like untapped something that was fucking awesome. Um, you know, Dorian had a good game. Dwight had a good game. Like again, fuck the refs. You know, like it's looking at the stats here right now. It definitely looks like our biggest need is if we're gonna trade, if we're gonna do any trades in the next couple of days, is gonna be um for bench scoring because right. Don't know how much longer uh our you know our our starters can run this up, especially considering like Reggie generally isn't really a starter. Um, Dwight's been in and out of the starting rotation, you know. Um, obviously, obviously we're missing, you know, Tim and KP right now. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's who we have at the moment. So, um, you guys have any takeaways from this game? Right. I mean, just, just we found a way to Reggie win. Reggie <laughs> Bullock, what, like that, that is the ultimate, like they found a, this is the ultimate, they found a way to win game. Cause I mean, Brunson was playing out of his mind. I mean, he was four or five from three. He also got into foul trouble. I mean, he had five fouls as well. Uh, in the third quarter. I mean, even Trey Burke got to five fouls. Like, it's like every point guard on this team was right. just in foul, in foul trouble. And I was like, oh, what the heck is this team going to do if those three, like, all can't play? Like, someone's just got to play through it and play smart. Like, that's that's kind of where you got to be um, at that point. But it was going to be Frank running point guard. Like, yeah. I also want to, uh, no, I I pulled up the uh, splits for Reggie Bullock. I mean his 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 shooting splits. So in the month of October, in six games he shot thirty one percent from from deep. Twelve games in November, twenty five percent. December ten games, thirty one percent. But in January, fifteen games, forty one percent on. Uh, where'd we go? I don't think we have. Oh yeah, seventy six um, attempts. And in February, he is shooting thirty seven and a half percent on. Uh, where'd we go? 24 attempts. So he has been shooting the daylights out of the baseball the last couple of months. I mean, you knew it it regressed to the, the baseball. The baseball. What? The baseball. Basketball. Sorry, I. I There's not any baseball for a while, dude. <laughs> you know he's shooting the baseball really well. Um, he's um, actually going to make sure that there is a major league baseball season. Um, he, that's how well he's shooting. Um, anyway, Reggie but Bullock no, he, will be the negotiator <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at this point. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Great game. Lockdown overall. defender ends the lockout. <laughs> Great game overall. Um, are there any things that we want to talk about before we go into questions? Because we got some good ones this week. Um, yeah. Can can the Mavs? How how soon can the Mavs pull out and take over Utah for the fourth seed? I mean, they're a game and a half back at this point, and I mean, Utah just lost Joe Ingles, I believe, for the season. Yeah, he's out. And they yeah. really can't do anything at the deadline, and they are who they are, which is a good team, a really solid team, a team that knows each other very well, but they've definitely got some cracks, and there's some real, a lot of pressure on them. Less so, like, there's still a lot of pressure on the Mavs, but it's not quite as intense as it is as the pressure on Utah. So, can the Mavs make that jump and then they're not they're a little bit further behind memphis golden state and phoenix i don't think they're going to catch any of those three unless phoenix start to fall back to earth but i don't see like they're just a legit really good team all three of those top three wait 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 wait. bibs is speaking on this on this post game show (laughs) yes what oh boy 
Oh my god, I that's got... definitely a hot mess. Express. Also, oh, so um, fun <laughs> fun fact: the Minnesota Timberwolves have a better record right now than the Lakers and the Clippers. Just oh, yeah, I just thought that needed to be verbalized. That's just beautiful. That's awesome. I love it. Beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, uh, bless you, Timberwolves. <laughs> All right, let's go on again some questions then, guys, if we shall. Um, Hops and Hoops, who is a very, very cool dude. I met him at the, I met him at the Jersey retirement, actually. Um, what's your most dramatic trade deadline prediction? Doesn't have to be Mavs related. Uh, oh, doesn't it have to be Mavs related? Yeah, Sacramento, oh, blows oh. up. Sacramento is done. Like, Fox, Holmes, okay. Barnes, you think it's, they're all Fire gone. You're calling fire yep. sale? They're gonna they're gonna build it on Tyrese Halliburton. Oh my god, we're having a fire sale. So oh wait, oh my so, god, the burning. <laughs> so do you do you think uh do you think the Mavs get in on that? I hope so. I want us to get try to anyway. Or hell, give us give us Bring Barnes Harrison back. Barnes back. Holmes. Give me Harry B back. I, I love that man, and he deserves better than his exit. I have I his really jersey, want, like, so that'd be cool. Players. <laughs> I have his jersey, so I'd I'd, I'd be cool with that personally. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. My my biggest prediction, my boldest prediction, I guess, um, is that uh, I think I think uh, Dame requests a trade oh. in the next couple of days. That's bold. I think. I Isn't think he out for the rest of the season? Yeah, but who's the f- dude? Who's gonna come back? And it's like okay, like you know, because because looking at looking at what the moves the Blazers are making right now, it definitely looks like. They're trying to get him well, out, I... <laughs> right? So, I guess so. Do you, um, any, do you have any big predictions, Bryce? Oh yeah, this is uh, a scorcher. So hold on to your booties. I say oh, that Ben Simmons gets traded for James Harden. Like, oh really? Oh, I don't know. Man. I I think that happens. I can see it. It, it makes sense. That. It's crazy, but it also makes a lot of sense. And the fact like, that so the it one wasn't thing brought that up. Nets team is missing is defense. Hmm. And, yeah. like, the one team, like, they're the one team that, like, because he needs a very specific environment to thrive. He needs a lot of offense, like, a ridiculous amount of offense, like, a lot of shooting around him. And he can make up for a lot of defensive flaws. Like, Katie's an above-average defender. Kyrie, not so much. And, um, you know, some of the other guys on there, not so much. But, like, he can make up for a lot of those defensive shortcomings and they can make up for his offensive shortcomings. And I, I think that's just a place that makes makes sense. And I think James Harden's kind of done with Kyrie's BS and I don't blame him at all. This is the one blow up of the many blow ups that, that Harden has had in like situations he's forced himself out of. This is the one where I'm like, you know what? I don't blame him one bit for this. Cause that's a whole mess. Yeah, it is. Good. People saying he just like like if he did that if he actually has requested a trade to Philadelphia that he's like quitting on KD I'm like no no he's backing out of a toxic situation like the Kyrie thing has been a mess we've seen it coming and it has continued to be a mess that will not be resolved in a good way and I, I saw him having quoted like you know I'm really hoping to be able to play home games sometime soon well then jam the needle in your arm idiot that's how you play yeah. home games. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's pretty simple it's not like you gotta like i don't know negotiate a piece in the middle east or like sail around the world in a hot air balloon 80 days no just jam a needle in your arm or get get somebody get a professional to jam a needle with the right stuff in it in your arm not just a random needle that's not gonna do it but just get the vaccine 
Like, just nut up. Just do it and shut up. Not everything has to be a philosophical battle. Did you just say nut up? Yes. yes. That's a good, I love that term. <laughs> Let's love that. see. Uh, next question comes from our, our good friend, Juan. Juan, Juan, Juan. Okay, Juan. Who? You know him. You know. I, you know. No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you know who that is. Um, <laughs> these are the most serious questions I've ever asked. One, do you love me? Yes. Um, two, what's with American sports and rings? Like, whose idea was it? Sauron's? <laughs> Great think, Lord yes. of the Rings. Lord of the Rings reference. Um, I don't know, bro. Like, just like ring culture is a thing here, I guess, sometimes. Um, Sauron is Michael Jordan. Basically. Mm. Um, also, no, that, that commercial with, with Boban is like, not all NBA players love rings, and he yells about the coasters. Like, that gets oh, me every yes. time. <laughs> also, so, what does the fellow have to do to get a coaster with Boban's face on it? Like, I want those. I want that so bad. Now. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, American sports and rings. Um, I don't NBA know, is man. the worst. NBA yeah, is by far the yeah. worst. Like it's not even close. The worst about, yeah. Like baseball, you really give a sh- Like it's not really like a thing. Uh, you know, NHL, I think they have, they have, they just have the, the, the fucking Stanley cup. So it's not like technically a ring thing, but you I mean, know? you all get championship rings. So oh, do they? Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, football is football. Super Bowl is what it is. So, um, yeah, definitely the NBA is way worse about it. I'm pretty sure Juan, that you're, that's probably the sport you're more, you're most into when it comes to American sports. <laughs> so you see all that a lot more than like if you're a part of like MLB Twitter or whatever the fuck it is. Um, Mav yeah. Draft has a question. Oh, um, does he now? Let's do a role reversal. Research one draft prospect and give me a 45 second sales pitch. Um, and under it, uh, uh, Sean gave me a. Uh, Ochai Agbaji as my guy. The good person I need to look up. Um, uh, Ojai Abaji? Yeah. So, how you say the name? Ojai Abaji. Ojai Abaji. Okay. All right. So, let me look at this dude up real quick. Um. Oh, fuck. He has, like, really big arms. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me look. Let me look. I'm doing, re- I'm doing live research right now. He's 21. Okay. So, he's a quote-unquote old prospect. Um, that's it. I got one. I got one that I actually know about. Okay. Uh, oh no, ESPN, don't is, do that. Right is now. it going to surprise you that, of course, it's Terrence Shannon? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. So. <laughs> Terrence Shannon Jr., Texas Tech guard slash small forward. I mean, they all play a bunch of different positions. Everybody at Texas Tech right now is somewhere between six five and like six eight, and has outrageously long arms and can kind of shoot it and can defend like hell. This guy was. A Big 12 All-Freshman in 2019-2020. Last year, he made the uh, All-Big 12 team. This guy was phenomenal last year. Shot 35.7% from the three-point line on three attempts per game. Um, 75, nearly 76% free throw shooting. This year, he is not doing super great from three. He's he's had a little bit of a down season. So the rain, the Mavs, gosh. I'm so used to, when I have a Mac microphone in front of him, I'm used to talking about the Rangers. The Rangers. Um, <laughs> but his free throws is... His free throw percentage is up this year. He's shooting 84.5% from the free throw stripe, but he's under 30% from three, but he's been hurt for a good bit of the year. But the guy, when he's on, he's a defensive monster. He is a pretty good um, facilitator with the ball. He is very great at the point of attack and in help coverage on defense. He plays his butt off. He does 
very well in transition offense, and he was basically the primary distributor on last year's team, one of the more primary distributors in the last year of Chris Beard, who is an absolute baby fraud and sucks butt, um, and is is very ashamed that he left Texas Tech for an inferior school in Texas. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I just had to get my plug about Chris Beard being um, a little bitch boy. Okay. So I'm going to talk about, how do you say his name? OJ? OJ Abaji. Abaji, okay. So looking at the stats, I'm doing completely off stats, Mavs drafts, and Sean. (laughs) Um, So this year, uh, so he's a a senior. uh, He's senior, he's 21, 6'5", 215 pounds. uh, Pretty good size, a really good size for a guard, really. Um, This year he's played 21 games. Where's he he play? He plays at uh, at Kansas. Hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make sure. Um, this year, he's played 21 games so far, uh, averaging 34 points a game, 51 percent from the field, uh, 45.8. Holy shit! From three point, that's amazing. Um, free throw lose a little work, but that's okay. You know, um, I don't think he'd be shooting a lot of free throws if he was in the NBA. I feel like he'd be more of just like a um, perimeter, you know, a three three point guy. What's um, his What's his free throw percentage for the year? 71 uh, percent. Um, That's okay, it's not yeah, great. Yeah, as I was saying, uh, five rebounds a game, um, point, point eight steals a game, um, 20, 20.8 points per game, which is really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm already sold this guy, and I will be watching the next game maybe if I can catch it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's why that those are my those are that's how I'm selling uh, Abaji. So, great, <laughs> he's pretty solid. I've watched him play against uh, Tech, and he. Uh, helped take down Tech in one game and also lost Tech in another game. But no, sol- really solid score. Um, with with draft prospects, the free throw percentage is something that I look at almost more than the like three point percentage because it's an indicator of how well they'll do um, at the NBA level. And if they can, even if they're not a great three point shooter in college, if they're a great free throw shooter, that usually translates to having the ability to develop a three point shot. Um, do you have anyone? Do you have anyone, uh, Isaac, at all? You want to talk about for forty five um, seconds? Oh, I I can't do it for forty five seconds. Um, I have a I have a woman's player. If I can do that, yeah. NBA, go. Okay. Um, this is a okay. It's my school shout out. I'm sorry, but um, Star Jacobs for UTA is currently averaging twenty two points a game, and she only plays like twenty eight minutes a game. So I really do think she'll be in the WNBA. I don't think she's being. I don't think she's eligible this year, but next year she's eligible for the WNBA draft, and I fully suspect she'll be there. Dope. Brings in a lot of draft picks, so take the local kid. Why not? Exactly. I don't watch college basketball that much outside of UTA, so yeah. I, I, watch, March, I just watch March Madness and whatever whatever clips Mouse drafts puts on the timeline. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. You're hitting the highlights. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Philip asks, um, could you construct a team of any former player, including Dirk, Luca, Nash, that could win a title? No. Ooh. Well. Aguirre. Uh, I put Aguirre on there. <laughs> Aguirre and Harper, that's it. Aguirre, Harper, kid. Blackman. Kid. Well, kid. Oh. Roy Tarpley, probably. Oh, Tyson sorry. Chandler. No, fucking Chandler. I would put Chandler on there. Sean yeah, Mary, Chandler. Yeah. Uh... Gotta have I think, Sean I think you could there. make a team that would contend. I don't know if they'd win a title. But so you'd have to have, like, you know, um, our guards try to hit more threes. You know, uh, right. I don't, well, know if, I don't know if Aguirre will be. I don't know, but Aguirre, Aguirre had the the shooting stroke. I, I thought. I don't. See. I haven't seen enough. I you know. Oh, let's see all the highlights. So. 
That's a hard one. That's a really good question, though. He played. He played in a different era. I mean, he played in the Mavs with the yeah. Mavs in the eighties. So, um, but where we go? Oh yeah, not a great career shooting percentage. Um, thirty point five percent from three mm. on one point four yeah, attempts nah, per. Nah, no, nah, I don't want him. I don't want him to be stretching out. The Excuse point. me, thirty one point <laughs> two percent per game. Um, in one season with the Clippers, his final season, he shot thirty nine percent, thirty nine point eight, and the year before that, he shot thirty six percent. So, so I mean, I think you could. It's just like it's. I just, I just have to sit down and actually like build this team out. Um, and I'd want to do it like straight up from like, you know, from the starters to all the way to the guys on the bench and like, you know, figure this shit out on two K or something like that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, <laughs> Mavs fan TBH, aka Mavs lover, <laughs> asks um, Josh Green's potential and where do you see his role on the current Mavs roster? Uh, Josh Green. Um, first of all, I love that dude. Um, Same. I think, I think, his, I think his ceiling is probably like a sixth man, um, who might occasionally be able to spot start depending on like the game and who's on, who's not. Um, his current role though, uh, for us on this roster, he's going to be a guy who can give you 15, 20 minutes. Um, good defense. He's, energy, good, he's energy good, guy. Yeah. Like that's, energy, yeah. that's kind of his role right now. Yeah. And yeah. if he can even, if he can develop, if he can develop beyond that, that's great. If this is where he's at, and he just is really, really good at excelling at this, that's great too. You know, it's like you need guys like that. So, if he can hit threes, that's what changes everything. Right now, yeah. he's only right. he's only at uh, well, he's only playing like I mean, like I'll pull up his his per thirty six. That's a better look, but he's he's hitting only thirty one percent on his, his threes. I mean, last year it was only sixteen percent, so it, it's a it's a jump. But in his per 36, he's got two, uh, 2.1 threes per game. So it's not a like a huge rate, but he's he's chucking him up there. He's feeling kind of confident in it. And the playmaking he's the leap he's made this year has been very impressive. I mean, he's averaging 1.3 assists per game in just in under 13 and a half minutes. Like he's le- a legit decent playmaker. He's also hitting 60% of his twos, a lot of close shots. And um, providing a whole lot of hustle and, and rebounding uh, pretty well for a guy his size and you know for his his low minutes rate. I I like I like the guy. Obviously, Desmond Bain would have been nice to pick there. Like obviously, that's that's the elephant in the room, and it would have been nice to pick him with you know the thirty first pick or whatever. Um, but you know, it's fine. Didn't happen. Josh Green should be a solid player. If he can hit threes. I think he can be a starter. If not, then energy guy and uh defensive clamper is is pretty much his upside so yeah. hope he yeah. get those threes getting that isaac i think that his ceiling is i think he could start on a team and be a decent starter maybe fifth or fourth best player on a team that's his ceiling for me and in his role now i want him to play a little more i think he's a like i said he's an energy guy but his role is kind of defined on this team already. I do lucky that he's actually getting minutes this year, whereas last year yes. it's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, last year was weird anyway for everybody. Last year uh, was weird for anybody. He, yeah. he actually he's only playing two more minutes per game, but he only played in thirty nine games of the full season. So, yeah. yeah, he did start five games though. So mm-hmm. he's about to he's about to pass with the next game. He's going to tie um, last year in games played. So, 
Um, so next question comes from Jennifer. <laughs> um, your reaction to Lucas Dunks and the whole drama with the rim. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier. Uh, the rim stuff was kind of funny for a little bit, and then I got tired, and then it became funny again. <laughs> um, uh, Lucas Dunks are awesome. Um, I'm sure those will be all part of his highlight package when he goes into the Hall of Fame. So that'll be cool to look at. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys? Any guys? Guys, or anything to add? Lucas I, I comments like on ESPN were funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when Luca dunks. I think it's fun and good. Fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Twitter user at Ultralight Beam asks, um, "How's your face hole, bud? What does that mean? Is that from something? I should, should I know this? Tim? I don't know. I, I, I think <laughs> I think he's just asking, "How's your face hole? Is is your face hole okay? It's going pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you for asking." <laughs> so, um, Grant Solly asks, uh, "What moves, if any, should the Mavs make? Obviously, you know, ahead of the ahead of the trade deadline this week. Um, I think if we do make any moves, it's not gonna be anything flashy or big. Um, I don't think this year's a year to really do that. Um, mostly because I don't know like what Nico's strategy is. Um, and I just feel like there's right. probably more opportunities. There's probably more opportunities. Uh, you know, in the off season slash up to the next trade deadline." So um I think if we do anything we got we we uh I guess we try to trade for some 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 bench scoring, you know. Um can never have too much of that. So it is what it is with that really. So I don't know about you, what do you guys think? I don't think I agree there's not gonna be it's it's such a I really like I've criticized the Magic Front Office a lot, but I really don't envy the position they're in right now. Like they yeah. got to make some tough choices, and uh, there's there's a lot of back and forth between like is the team as currently constructed good enough to actually contend or because you got to decide right now and you got a lot of a lot of decisions to make and like there's a lot of long term ramifications of basically the basically just Dorian and and Jalen like what you're gonna do with them losing them for nothing is like untenable. Trading them now for scraps feels bad. Locking them into a long-term contract that they might not live up to also is is dubious. Like there, there's not really any good answers right now. I really like how both of them are playing. Dorian hasn't been playing as well as of late. He, he's been like fine, but not quite the level that just like the last week. Um, and every every game is super important for both of those guys from here on out, and for the Mavs to make decisions. So. I mean, they do need a little bit more scoring, but I I, th- I really think an offensive surge is coming with the progression to the shooting mean for these guys who have been shooting just terribly. Like Porzingis isn't oh, going to shoot under thirty percent. Like, sorry, it's just it's just gonna. Ha- I mean, it, we're seeing it happen with Reggie Bullock right now, and hopefully yeah. it'll happen with Porzingis should he ever get healthy. Um, but like. Porzingis is a better shooter than that. Dorian's a better shooter than that. Like Maxi hasn't been shooting super well. Bullock is is shooting way better. Like he is a way better shooter. Like of all those guys, I think Bullock's probably the best shooter. And he had been shooting the worst. Well, I think actually Porzingis might have had a lower percentage than him, but still. Like they're yeah. all gonna get better, I think. And hopefully a healthier Luca in the back half, which I think we're getting, hopefully. Um will also help improve those offensive that offensive rating, which has been well below what the Mavs should be with a 
top five, top three offensive player in basketball in Luca. Right. All right, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Jose. Um, the Rock or Eddie Guerrero, back when Eddie Guerrero was alive. Uh, Eddie Guerrero all that fucking day. I love that man. <laughs> um, and that was a wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling since he died, actually. <laughs> so that was a long time ago. Um, uh, Smiley Cuss asks, uh, if the Mavs acquire CJ McCollum without trading Brunson, who goes on the bench and who starts? Brunson goes to the bench. There's there, first off, what the hell? There's no way they acquired CJ. What if they without, do? Tr- but without, if they do, if, if they happens, do, then CJ starts. But yeah. like, yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think CJ gets a lot of flack. He's a really like he's a really good player, and people just they criticize him because of what he can't do. But what he can do, he's a really right. good player. And it's a, it's a weird fit with him and Dame. It always has been kind of weird, but like you do need, obviously like we've seen, you need a second quality playmaker slash score when your primary guy gets like double teamed every second of every day. Cause they're so stupid. Good. And that guy needs to be able to actually punish defenses for doubling that primary guy and CJ can do that consistently. We're seeing Brunson do that fairly consistently, not quite to CJ's level, but um, still, I I don't see a scenario where that happens though. I don't think CJ would be putting here because that's a huge contract. And again, the Mavs are in cap hell and yeah, like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next question. I love this question. Uh, Max McGee asks, uh, would you rather fight 100 Luca-sized Dirks or one Dirk-sized Luca? One Dirk-sized Luca. There's not that big a difference, and a hundred of them. Like it's not like a you know like a a duck-sized horse versus horse-sized duck. Right, pretty sizable gap. Like it's like what three, four, five, six inches, maybe. If that no, I mean Luca is eight inches taller than me right now. Like so, eight inches or a foot—it's not that different. Like a hundred of them. <laughs> Good God, I can't take one of them. I can't take one of a normal sized person. Good God. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from um, if the Dirk if the Dirk size Luca also have has Dirk's bad knees and legs that he's been talking about lately and how badly it hurts. Then like hey, hey, maybe hey, I've hey, got hey. a shot. Even then, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that the bash. I'm saying it makes me sad. And also the, nah, the comments of him saying, "I wish I retired two years earlier." Um, Dirk, if you're listening, which I know you are, a longtime listener, um, if you retired two years earlier, then I wouldn't have been able to cover the year that Luca had his first year in the league and your last year in the league. So, for me personally, I'm very glad that you didn't retire two years earlier. So, for what it's worth, I know that we are very close friends, and so that Absolutely. means probably a lot to you. So, I just thought I'd make <laughs> you feel a, better. Dirk's a, a longtime listener, first time caller mm-hmm. type of guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Zero yeah, time caller. Yeah, zero time caller. No. Uh, next question comes from uh, Run on Pedro. Uh, they ask, uh, "Would you have given a first and two seconds for Karis Levert?" I would have. <laughs> um, Wait, one first so. and two seconds. It was a first and two seconds. <laughs> I think is what it was. Yeah, eh. yeah, I think I'd do that. Yeah, I wouldn't I'd do it that. the other way around, but um, yeah, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. Um, Getting the ad, Isaac. Nah, I would have done it too. Yeah. Um, Dallas. Oh, that Houston, on the table. I I haven't seen a whole lot of trade rumors, but I think that like, well, Carlsover got traded today. Oh, I think did? for I think for roughly that. Plus, I think a Greek Rubio, and I want to say like another pick or something like that. Um, but yeah, he got traded. So, <laughs> um, like the data, get out of there, you know, 
the day they were playing Cleveland, like he got traded to Cleveland. So that's fun. Um, next question comes from Dallas hoops. Um, is Reggie on the team after trade deadline? Uh, yeah. probably, probably. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why wouldn't he be? He's, he's been good. He's been good as of late. So I'll keep him. Um, well, yeah, but he can be added in a, I think that's what they're asking. Will he be added in a trade now that his value has gone up to get us a better oh, player? Oh, maybe. I'm, I'm he's sure teams will start four plus five. I'm sure people will start asking about him now. I mean, I'm sure they probably yeah. weren't when he was shooting 31%, but like we talked about with the, the <laughs> yeah. huge dump. I mean, didn't they just sign him this year? It got a, what, three-year deal? Yep. Yeah. I think it was two. Was it three? Oh, two, yeah. Uh, it was one of those let's two. See. No, it's it's three. It's okay. three. It's, it's three. It's nine, nine and a half mil this year, 10 million next year, um, 10 and a half mil in um, the... Final year. Yeah, it's pretty good. 2023 24, which is not fully guaranteed. I see. Next question gotcha. comes from Adam. Um, I'm curious as to what season you think the Simpsons stopped being transcendently good. My gut tells me that season 10 was the last great season. Thoughts? Um, I would agree. Basically, whenever the uh, 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 Mr. Skinner was not Mr. Skinner episode, wherever that happened, that's when it started sucking after that. In my opinion, so I, again, I haven't watched I haven't watched any like newer um, Simpsons Simpsons since like the movie. So that was like ten years ago. So, gosh, yeah. I remember that. That was I remember seeing that movie in theaters, and I wasn't a huge Simpsons guy. It was funny. My parents wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons, but they would let me watch Family Guy. And like looking back, I'm like, Family Guy is so much worse for like right. kids. Like it, it's so much worse. Like The Simpsons is not bad at all. Especially in retrospect, and I've been actually going through it, like, kind of intermittently, randomly, and I'm on like season seven, and this is I I understand I didn't understand before because I never watched it, but I understand now. This is a quality show. What do you think, uh, Isaac? I haven't watched enough of The Simpsons to know. Like, I'll watch episodes when they're on, but I haven't watched enough to give you like a season number. Yeah, yeah, around season ten, I think is. A good bet. Uh, it's from Marshall. Um, oh, wait, sorry. No, that was from uh, Adam. Okay, next, next comes from Marshall. Um, do y'all feel the season has been the most roller coaster of a season in recent memory, or am I just way way too overact overactive, uh, overreactive, overreactive to our big wins and bad losses? Um, I feel like I feel like social media definitely like exasperates the problem because I remember being like, even as like a teenager, like watching like the. Uh, the 2006 times seven years and just being like, well, that kind of sucks. Okay. Like I'm over it. You know, I just feel like social media, like being able to like to express your feelings with like hundreds of other people at the same time, <laughs> uh, it just makes things overactive. Um, it has, it, it, it has felt like a roller coaster though. Like just like how bad we were at the beginning to like where we are now. And like every loss doesn't feel like as life altering <laughs> as it might've at the beginning of the season now, because I'm like, hey, like we lost the game, even though we're like some like thirteen and five or thirteen and six, you know, this year. So I don't know, or like this, like since like a certain date or whatever. So like, yeah, to your point, like Mavs Twitter is very intense. Like Mavs Twitter is so intense. Um, yes, we are. <laughs> but like, I really don't think like this has been that big of a like roller coaster season. There haven't been that many like terrible losses i mean obviously like opening night getting just curb stomped by atlanta wasn't great um and there's another big loss against denver but like other than that there haven't been any like 
I mean, obviously the the last couple, like the two losses that we just talked about, weren't super great. Like they weren't two great teams, and the twenty point loss in MSG was bad. But other than that, like there haven't been any truly like, oh my god, this team sucks so bad. Like the Oklahoma City one overtime really got out of hand. It was a six point loss, but it still went to overtime. Orlando was a two point loss, and a lot of dumb turnovers go less dumb. It was a very atypical game, and obviously they lost by forty to the um, Golden State. But like yeah, I mean, they've been, <laughs> it's they've been pretty solid this year. Like there haven't been that many like oh my god they got just like outclassed or boat raced by like a terrible team. Yeah. Like yeah they lost to to the Clippers who are looking like a, a less than good team. Um, and they did lose one to Sacramento that sucked, but they came back like the very next game and stomped them. Literally two days later in the yeah. same place, and it was a one point loss, which you know. Shouldn't have happened happen. this one. It, it that- shouldn't have happened, but it happened. But like, no, I really don't think. I think Mavs Twitter has been like freaking out quite a bit um, for a team that's really good and in a good place, and probably the best Mavs team the team like the Mavs have had since 2011. Like, it probably yeah. is. What do you think, Isaac? I think last year was way more topsy turvy because last year we were nine oh, yeah. and fourteen. We were the 14 seed right, we the way into the season. That was ridiculous. This, at least we've always I been got, in the playoffs. That one was so year. miserable because that was like, Knicks fans were like every single loss. Like, oh, look at the great draft pick. We're going to get. Right. I'm like, oh my God, Knicks fans. You were so high on your own supply. And now look where they are. <laughs> okay. Let's Julius see. Randall's uh, asking out. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> let's see. Uh, last question comes from Rutuj. Um, He asks, uh, Y'all need to do a Twitter Spaces sometime. Um, fun fact: I think I was drunk on Friday and thought about it, and I you think, think I saw. You were drunk? Uh, no, I was drunk, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I saw someone else pulling out, so that, I'm not gonna do one. Um, I thought about doing one today, but obviously we had to record after. Um, and I see on Twitter right now that a lot of people are on this Hawks <laughs> Twitter Space. Um, I'm about, after after we're done recording, I'm about to go through all of the the clips and see stuff I see on the timeline and I might join and see if the guy wants to let me talk. <laughs> um, but uh, that'd be fun. I think having Twitter space in the future would be fun. Um, I know we used to be sponsored by Spotify green room. Um, that was pretty cool for a little bit, but I just, I don't really like the uh, like live um, talking stuff only because like I like to use my, when I listen to stuff, I like to listen to podcasts already pre-recorded or I like to like listen to music. You know, I don't like really like the, the live, like, in the moment type of uh, recording, uh, not recording, um, medium, I guess. I don't know. Um, but maybe down the line, if I'm really drunk and just feeling it, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure Squish will also be there, not drunk, just high on life. <laughs> and uh, Don maybe have, have, may have had a beer or two, so we'll see. Um, and those are all the questions, guys. Uh, I want to thank Bryce and Isaac for coming on the podcast. Um, Kind of very last minute. <laughs> you want to, or or you will thank us. I will. I will thank you guys. Oh, thank um, you for thanking me. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> thank yeah. You. So you know, it was uh, you know, very last minute. Um, again, life happens, and uh, we're very happy that both you guys came on to talk for a little bit. Um, uh, Bryce, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can follow me there you can follow at locked on rangers or subscribe to locked on rangers on youtube pretty please um there's 
baseball is looking like it's going to be delayed. So any support that y'all can give the podcast would be super duper helpful. Even if you don't like baseball, you can just hit the subscribe button and it, it counts just the same. You don't have, they don't ask you a question if you like baseball or not when you hit subscribe. They don't shit. They don't. <laughs> Isaac, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, I S A A C A P P E L T. Awesome. And also you can find me at Reddit Mavericks. Um, you can find, if you're interested in a Patreon where we host watch parties, um, hit me up. Uh, you know, that will be available. You know, basically it's a dollar for the very, very basic one, which basically gives you access to all that. So, um, and uh, that's it for now, guys. So I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye now. And Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.